Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. All right, so let me bring in a man that is a journalist and a man that does not have to do those apologies during broadcasts where he screws up facts. It does not happen. The great John Forslund, Canes fans, you know him well, and you can still catch him today at 4, calling the Canes game for NBC Sports Net in a must-win situation. John, how you doing, man? How you how you enjoying the bubble playoffs? Hey, greetings. Yeah, good morning. Uh well, yeah, the bubble's been interesting. I'll tell you that. It's been the playoff uh, games have been great. Um, you know, it's compelling most of the time, um, but this is different. And I have to tell you that the NHL has done a fabulous job with a ridiculous circumstance, and uh, we're just plowing through every day. It's a little bit redundant, but um, it's a lot of fun to this point. I'll tell you, both uh, both bubble sports, the NBA, well, and you throw the WNBA too, you know, NBA, WNBA, NHL. So far, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx it. But, man, it's just been a great operation so far. Uh, do you think it, before we get into the Kane situation, do you think it has affected the playoffs in any way, shape, or form? Like, for example, in the NBA, there's no home court advantage, no home ice advantage for y'all. But we saw the two eight seeds win, you know, game ones in the NBA. Have you noticed anything that is different, do you think, because of the bubble at all, or no? Well, there's been a little push by you know, a couple of these teams that you know were outliers. If there were, if there was a conventional playoff year, Montreal Canadiens, Chicago Blackhawks, a little bit, but they were Chicago was eliminated last night. I think what we're seeing now is there's some uh, some legitimacy to what's going on because the, the the great teams from the regular season are starting to emerge now. Uh, Boston kind of found it the other night. St. Louis has found it out in the West. Vegas, uh, you know, has moved on to the second round. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see pretty much the top four teams in each conference get to the next step, which would be, which is good in a way. You'd like those underdog stories, but I think you have to validate what went on to kind of make this make any kind of sense at all. So I think that part of it is good. The interesting thing about our game is because, you know, one thing about hockey is the emotion and the adrenaline the players feel and get from their crowds, especially you look at a team like the Hurricanes who feed off that energy in PNC Arena in Raleigh and had an incredible run last year to the conference final. They don't have that, and it shouldn't be an excuse because what happens in this generic atmosphere is the better team emerges. And the only thing that's different is you change your uniforms based on who's home and away, yeah. and the coach gets the last change, which is important. Yeah. You can wait it out and then get proper matchups. But other than that, you know, the better team has to win, 
But the one thing we are seeing is momentum swings within games without crowds, which means the game has taken over. The players have bought in. The players are vested in the nature of hockey where energy swings from one side to another. Mm. One mistake can lead to an onslaught. We saw that the other night against the Hurricanes. Yeah. The Bruins just completely humiliated them. That's the what I was going to say. The second that, you, that's what we're seeing. Interesting, because the second you brought that up, that's the first thing I thought of is that third period. Bruins, 2 nothing lead going into the period, and, 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 or, or 2 nothing lead for the Canes, and the Bruins just dominated that, that period. John Forslund is with us. You know him as voice of the Canes for years and also an NBC voice now the NBC voice of a lot of these playoff games, including these Canes games. John, I was talking to my man. He's not here to defend himself. T-Bone is, is under the weather, so he's out today. But he and I were talking yesterday, and he says, man, it's just a bad matchup. You saw it last year. You see it this year. Bruins are a bad matchup for the Canes. And my point was, these games are a hell of a lot closer than they were last year. Like, these teams feel closer, but it's just that, you know, the, 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 the Canes have only got one win in four to show for it. What has what has been the difference between these teams this year, or is it was he right? Is it just a bad matchup? Well, a, a bad matchup is one way to characterize it, or or do you look at that matchup and see how do you fix it? And if if it goes down tonight like the last game, and they go out in five, and they go out the way they've played, they've had some nice moments, you know, within this series. They've had a few better moments than maybe they had in the four game sweep last year. But if you recall Game Three last spring against the Bruins in the conference final. They had 21 shots in the first period against Tuka Rask, and they were the better team, and, and the goalie was sensational, and he, he's probably at a level he's never played at in his career. And and so uh, what you have to do is, from season to season, kind of look at who beat you and why and adjust your roster. And if they lose this one, where they've been dominated in this series is on the interior of the ice, offensively and defensively. They can't get inside. They don't have any willingness to get inside. The Bruins have dominated their area in front of their own net and they've gone to the house offensively in the game zone and so i think what the hurricanes need to do is realize they have a really good young team with tremendous potential they have a great coach they've revitalized their market they've got a a franchise that seems to be pointed in the right direction but they're going to have to add some abrasion to their lineup because they're getting beaten by boston's lower half of the forward group they have more grit and determination and for me that's my opinion that's the defining line here and if you're beaten twice that way then shame on you yeah yeah and i like what you're saying about the future and i like what you're saying about the future john because i mean i'm far from a hockey guru we kind of jump on the bandwagon when it gets playoff time here in the charlotte area right and we we really enjoy it uh but we aren't the experts that a lot of y'all have been in the triangle following this team every day but i does feel like hey this is a team that's got a bright future as far as this series goes like you're pinpointing what they're not doing they've got a svechnikov injury but in fairness tuka rask is out for the bruins their leading scorer has been out as well. Are the Canes done? Like, is there any chance of a turnaround here, or or, or is it just the cold, blunt truth that they just can't come back from 3-1 down? Well, you know where they're at? They're at a what-you-got moment, right? Don't yeah. get in that situation in any game or a series where one side says to the other, what you got, and, and we'll find out tonight. You know, what do they have? What What are they made of? I mean, when you get dominated like that, these players have a lot of pride, and they, they know what happened, obviously, and then they, they have to set the tone early in the game. How do the Hurricanes set the tone? Well, utilize your strengths. You're not going to outmuscle the Boston Bruins. You're not going to get in with slugfests with these guys, um, but you can get on your skating legs early and push the pace of the game and make it quicker than they want to play. Uh, Boston is a pretty good defense in terms of moving the puck up the ice. 
But the Hurricanes have, again, not done the dirty things needed. I don't mean going outside the boundaries of the rules. I just mean playing hard, aggressive hockey by using their speed, forcing the Bruins to make mistakes. If they can do that, and they did that for basically two periods of the last game, and then it just evaporated in the third. So they have to put it all together, get a little bit of a lifeline. The thing about this is, you know, you mentioned Tukarask is out. David Posternak, their leading scorer, is a question mark. Both guys are up for major awards this year, top goalie, MVP. And so the Bruins aren't really who the Bruins were. And if you can force their goaltender into handling the puck and, and, and rebound situations, you know, he's susceptible. And game six is tomorrow. You never see this, but because of these circumstances, there's a back-to-back in every playoff series. So uh, the Canes can jump on this thing, and before long, they might be looking at a seventh game. Interesting. Interesting. And I had not looked at schedule. I just assumed we were looking at Friday. John Forslund is with us. He's calling these Canes games and tons of playoff games uh, uh, on NBC and NBC Sportsnet. Today at 4, Game 5, Canes try to stave off elimination. Last question, and as you can imagine, John, you've got a lot of fans here in the Charlotte area, too, that are listening to you, that know you as you know, a guy that was the voice of the Canes for so long. Is there is there a chance, a lot of fans want to know, is there any chance you could be back next season? And, I mean, if not, I mean, are, how, how do you feel about the way things went down? Because I think you've got a lot of fans that are bummed the way things went down. I love our fans. I appreciate you asking this question. Um, I given my entire heart and soul to this team since 1997. Um, I didn't want this to happen. Uh, this was this is something that came out of left field. I can't speak for the ownership or the management of the team. Um, is, there, is there a chance? I guess there could be. Has there been any kind of conversation since June 30th about my situation with them? Zero. Um, so I'm moving forward. I have to do what I have to do. Um, I've got my affiliation with NBC. They've been good to me. Um, I'm going to work through long and hard through this whole thing right to the end. And uh, then we're going to see where we're at. Um, um, my heart is with the Carolina Hurricanes and that franchise, and not just in the Raleigh area, but it extends, you know, because of the minor league affiliation in the Charlotte and throughout the state. I hope I've made a difference. I hope I've had a small role in, in growing the brand. Um, and I'm just mystified by their direction and what they wanted to do. And really, guys, there was no, there was no dialogue. And there's no dialogue uh, going down to the end, and there hasn't been any since. So am I disappointed? Of course I am. Sometimes life throws you these uh, curveballs. you got to deal with it, and it uh, might be the best thing to happen to me. But uh, for my family, uh, I wish we never had to go through it. We did. Um, we're in a good place. I don't want to be a, a martyr here. I don't want you know, there are a lot yeah. of people struggling right now, and this pandemic has been brutal for everybody. So uh, don't get me wrong that way. It's just professionally. I just wish it didn't happen. It did. And uh, I wish them all the best moving forward. I don't agree with it. I don't think I was treated fairly, but so be it. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, you are a class act, man. Like I hear you on the air. I hear you on this show too. Like it might be human nature to take a little dig or just to criticize. And and you are classy and you always have been. I think you're all, you always will be that way. Best of luck to you, John. Have fun calling these, you know, wacky bubble hockey games. And we appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you.